welcome to uh, this EG Extra session, which is a live recording of the Rock Paper Shotgun podcast. Way! Uh, my name is Alice Bell, and I'm joined, not as usual this week, by Brendan, who is in another country, uh, but by my editor, Graham Smith. Hello, I'm Graham Smith. <laughs> uh, by the lovely Catherine Castle. Hello. And by the also lovely Matthew Castle. Hello. Ooh. They, very energetic there, Matthew. <laughs> Energy high on this Saturday afternoon. Yes. That's well, what it says on your phone screen. We're in a room. What people listening at home can't see is that we are in a room with 100 people who are <laughs> hanging on our every word. Yeah, it's true. So yeah. I really... Talk over the noise of the yeah. crowd <laughs> cheering. We've got a very special machine that cancels all the noise of them out. <laughs> yeah. So you can only hear us. So it sounds like a silent room, but that's deliberate. <laughs> Uh, well, I mean, yeah, we're at rest. My yeah. goodness. We no, we're not. No, we're not. No, we're not. <laughs> I did, do you know that? That's Matt's fault. Why is it Matt's fault? Because Matt, he's not here. young Matt, keeps referring... I, every article he's written about EGX, he's referred to it as rest, and then I've had to edit it back and tell him off. <laughs> <laughs> and he did it the other day when I saw him on the show floor. He's like, yeah, I'm having a great time at rest. I had to be like, no, you're not. <laughs> we're at EGX We're at EGX. Right yeah. At the rest at the sessions. Rest session. Um, and we've been here, well, a variable number of days between us. Mm. Um, Graham, this is day three of the show. day three of the show. Um, but w between us, we've been here the whole time and we'll be here the tomorrow as well. Yep. Um, aside from Catherine, who fed cats today. But <laughs> yeah, I've spent eight hours of today on a train because I needed to go and feed our cats. Cause <laughs> <laughs> That's dedication to the cause. It really is. Of of cats. The of cause cats, being yeah. our cat's not dying at home. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> which, is, which is good. Yeah. Um, but we've, I mean, all had the chance to play some, some great games. Yes. Even um, me today. Even you today. I played more games today than I did yesterday, and I was here the entire day yesterday. <laughs> so I don't no, know how I mean. that works. <laughs> uh, and have you had the chance to play a game today? I have game? not played anything. <laughs> Why are you here? <laughs> uh, I am exhibiting a game here, which Ooh, is a weird thing. Yeah. You've uh, been playing I, your own game. Yeah, I'm the only person <laughs> playing it, actually. So it's just oh. sitting empty right now. It's, it's not true, actually. It's been <laughs> a pretty steady stream of people. Um, but, yeah, that's a weird thing, yeah. which I feel uncomfortable talking about. But you should ask me questions about so I can market it to these people here. <laughs> well, so we were talking beforehand, like, are we allowed to talk? We're not sure if we can yeah. talk about it or not, ethically I think we speaking. are. <laughs> we, are we are as long as we're, like, suitably critical. Okay, yeah. Yes. You're all horribly compromised. Thing, so you can't, you can't yeah. be trusted whether you liked it or not. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> be honest. Should we talk about it a little bit briefly? We talk yeah, about a little bit briefly. Um, so I'm making a game called Primetime Detective, which is a procedural crime procedural, which means it procedurally generates crimes and it's set in a crime procedural television <laughs> series. <laughs> so you play a detective, uh, it generates suspects and crimes for them to have committed, and you have to ask them questions to find out information about that crime. They might be lying to you because they might be the person that committed said crime or they might like the person that committed said crime. Uh, and then you need to gather other information and compare the two to work out which one's lying, which one's guilty, and make an accusation. And then over the course of different episodes, you gain character traits which allow you to craft your television detective so that they become more like the television detectives you've seen on TV. Like you can hopefully steer your person towards becoming like Columbo or becoming like Angela Lansbury. <laughs> In the demo, mm. you are no. yeah. mm -hmm. you are the you are the accused. 
No, you're stuck well, in a different yeah, yeah, interrogation. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that, yeah. Is that yeah. just for the demo? Or that That's just for like, so I've written, so it's it's still procedurally generating the crane, but for the sake of providing a scripted experience, which is satisfying and explains itself to people in the space of about five minutes, which is really as much as you get from an audience at a show like this. Uh, it's a quite scripted story in which, yes, you are, you are a suspect yourself, basically, in this in this crime. But that would that's just for the the prototype, basically. Has it given you a newfound respect for the art of de of, of of the ten minute demo? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, great. I already had a lot of respect. Oh, for that's the good. I did a demo. Well is saved. Is the yeah. truth of it. Um, certainly, it's given me like I I you know, the job my job being what it is, and also just. You make the thing, you know what all the deficiencies of it are. I know what it's supposed to be, what it will eventually be, hopefully. And so I know what's all missing from it. So, mm. uh, But it's still useful to see people play it in this setting mm. and work out what I should prioritize next, basically. like Because the things that are important when it's being played at a show are not necessarily the same as just the things that are important to a game generally. Mm. Uh, and so I've got like giant list of things that I need to go do on it very, very slowly in my spare time <laughs> over the next <laughs> 10 years, because that's how long <laughs> it's going to take. Yeah. <laughs> you said 18 months in the demo, at the end of the demo. Yeah, let's, let's if I get funding from <laughs> people. <laughs> uh, good good journalisming, holding him uh, to account. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I mean, you played the demo I did when I wasn't the there. Good for you. I played it literally uh, within the last hour. Oh That's really? one, of, one of the four games that I've played in the last, in the last hour since I've actually been here. Excellent. Okay. So I managed to break it when I played it. <laughs> did. We found that bug Then you went in and it was amazing. <laughs> like you fixed it live. It was like incredible, <laughs> like behind the scenes. It's like experience. the Matrix. <laughs> yeah, it was. It's like yeah. seeing all the it was code. <laughs> <laughs> it was yeah. in a notepad text file. Uh, yeah. Put a, put a little square bracket in. There you go. Problem solved. <laughs> yeah, it's amazing. How is how is it different doing a show like this as an exhibitor? Because as a press person and and as a, a you know a consumer, you you get you get to run around and you mm. see everything and you go, oh, I need I need a wee and you have to find a toilet and run <laughs> off and do that. I still have to but do those things. I still need to wee now that I'm now that I'm doing the development. Oh, interesting. <laughs> like, um, um, but you're kind of a bit more tethered, aren't you? Because you have to stay by your little box. Yeah, I think my feet hurt slightly more. I think your feet hurt more <laughs> when you're just standing versus having right. to run around. Mm. Um, but it, and it is also just somewhat mortifying watching people play your game. <laughs> I don't like it, especially <laughs> when it's people I know. And it turns out that I know a lot of people that come to shows like EGX. That's the downside <laughs> of like, I don't like watching you guys play it. Oh, yeah, we so were, oh, yeah. Quite Sorry. happy that you came by, Catherine, when I wasn't there and played it sneakily. Oh, no, that's right, because I specifically said I'm going to wait until you're there. <laughs> wasn't, it, wasn't it awkward afterwards having to tell me what you thought? Sort of. <laughs> yeah, it was, yeah. <laughs> yeah. See? It's best, it's best <laughs> if we just all avoid that. I find that that's the general like awkward bit of any demo, that like when you play a game and then you chat to them and then you see, you sort of go, ta-da, I'm secretly press, because you don't have a press badge on. Yeah, we didn't talk to you in, mm -hmm. in a press mode. Yeah, yeah, we have been at sort of, it's been accidental, it's mm. not at all intentional, but yeah. it's also quite useful, yeah. because we don't have the big undercover. green lanyard. We, we have a discreet, secret, special... Staff, staff bands. Yeah, <laughs> and so you'll talk to someone, and, and then they'll, they'll suddenly just kind of go, oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> when you say, oh, I'm, I'm from what, uh -oh. proper shop, and they go, oh, no, I accidentally said st stuff I'd say to a normal person. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then they all swarm on you. 
Yeah. And they all want to tell you their bit about, you know, it's the sound guy tells you his bit and then the next guy yeah. tells his bit. Mm. It's, very, it's very sweet, really. See, I have a <laughs> version of that where people find out in press or that I work for Gamer Network, the, the, the company that puts on events like this, and they go, ah, yeah. I'm here because of the UK Games Fund, which is a, a government agency. It's nothing to do, but you know, sure. It probably doesn't help matters that I'm now on a podcast stage promoting my game. Yeah. I'm probably muddying the waters myself <laughs> at this point. Sounds like. Well, it's also like you said that the thing that you did to developers when you walked away was like you gave them a little thumbs up and a nod. I didn't even get that. <laughs> I just no, walked away. No, no. I, was saying, I was saying that's what I do when I don't finish the demo. It's the awkward kind of like, cheers, cheers mate, I don't <laughs> want to talk about it. <laughs> so I didn't finish the demo, I didn't Bye. like it, I wasn't interested. Yeah. Yeah. But I haven't done that today to anyone. Because no. so. it is a bit awkward if, you've got, if you, like, I, I got one yesterday <laughs> where I didn't have the time to finish the demo. Um, it's still a little. They were like, "What do you think?" And I was like, "Yeah, yeah, it's, it's yeah, it's pretty good." And like, uh, and they're like, "Yeah, we find that most people finish the demo." And I was like, uh. "Well, I'm sorry." <laughs> <laughs> I I got trapped on um, what was I playing? Double Pug Switch, uh, which is like a really simple, like auto running 2D platformer where you play as a pug, but you kind of switch between two. Uh, I don't know, fields of vision or realities or something, and certain platforms exist in one or the other. So you're basically having yeah. to flip polarity to jump between platforms. And it looks so dumb because it's got this pug. <laughs> and like when you die, there's this big pug face, and it's <laughs> like, oh, cool, sweet pug game. And I played it, and it like handed me my ass in the tutorial. <laughs> and I was like, uh oh, I better like I better play another level just to kind of get rega regain a bit of dignity. And I, I I couldn't really do that, but just managed to scrape through it. And then probably spent about 15 minutes on the third level doing it with quite a crowd behind me because there was a really <laughs> young guy kid like playing it next to me on the same level, and it just got was into he my also head. Handy you, handy <laughs> your I, couldn't, I couldn't let him you, do it and not me do it, <laughs> just in case anyone knew that I was a games judge. I didn't want people, because you know, everyone's quick to say, Show oh, not by a seven-year-old. <laughs> journalists can't play games, and, da -da, and I was like, I have to prove this. But then the guy was like, oh no, like one person finished this demo today, so it, so it's fine. But I came so close, um, but then I started swearing, because I got angry, because uh, I, I was so in the zone, and you're just like, you know, and then you're like, oh no, there's parents showing their kids. Like, oh, it's the nice pug game. And here's like a really angry man sort of shrieking out swords. And I was like trying to rock, because I had a, like a, because it was auto running, and there was this musical beat. And I sort of just found myself sort just of rocking, rocking in a corner. Maniacally to it, like, ugh, must complete this demo. And in the end, I just gave up in just a fit of rage. But I had to turn that into a great game, mate. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that was fun. Uh, what other fun games? Not you, because you haven't no, seen yeah, any. Yeah, yeah. Um, what other fun games have we seen, Catherine? I've I've seen. Um, I've been playing. I played a little bit of What the Golf just yeah, now, said, which yeah. is really good. It's like basically a golf game, hence the title, but kind of at speed in that you are instead of you know kind of politely waiting until your golf ball stops, you can kind of change the trajectory of it at any point, um, kind of just pulling back on the mouse to you know kind of change the force of which and then kind of swivel it around to see which direction it goes so it's sort of like you're still um scored on how many kind of kind of pulls you take almost mm. um but it's really fun it's kind of quite silly um but it's also got a couple in in the demo over in the um indie section behind the left field collection i think it's where it was uh, no it's in 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 the left field collection mm. I, i'm my mistake the um 
it's got a kind of couple of themed video game-ish type levels. So there's a Mario one where you have to kind of angle the ball kind of upwards. You can also kind of, if you do it right, you can hit the question mark <laughs> and get a little special special bonus. Um, and then there's a two actually based on Superhot, um, which in case you're unfamiliar with that one, is a, um, it's like a first person shooter where you kind of time, time, only, time moves only moves when you when do. When you move, yeah. so yeah. But so all the all the there's little tiny people with guns, and they'll only shoot you when you pull the, the ball back. And you can <laughs> grab the guns and also shoot them instead. You know, then once you grab a gun, you can aim aim the yeah, gun yeah. and then fire yourself off again to kind of try and get around the obstacles. That's pretty good. And then it goes super putt, super <laughs> putt at the end, which is pretty pretty ne- that that made me laugh. Yeah, <laughs> so that's that's good. Check that out. That's that's good fun. I. Uh, You've got a list. You're really organised. <laughs> yeah, well, because I couldn't look. We, we did a little mini pod the other day, and I couldn't remember the names of anything, and it was really useless. Then <laughs> <laughs> you just send people off into the thing, and you're like, uh, there's like a dolphin, and it solves crimes. <laughs> people are like, mm. um, I played something called Saturday Supervillain, which was um, uh, made by the NFTS, so the, the, the film and television school. Like, they have a video game design course and they've got games here um they all look really good actually there was one which was like a like a bit like limbo but 3d is in that it's like a linear puzzle a story game except you play like a soldier trying a a medic carrying a wounded soldier through loads of puzzles and you end up using the wounded soldier as like weight on loads of of (laughs) pressure panels (laughs) which i I thought was rather callous but i i like the idea of you know she was like i didn't want it just to be another game where you push boxes around so you use your wounded friend who's a real Uh, human but which was yeah but that was that was quite cool but yeah saturday supervillain was next to that and it's like a uh, golf uh, card battling game, but no kind of not not designed for necessarily uh, deathmatch competitive. It's kind of very story driven. It's all like Saturday morning cartoons. You're like a super villain who's trying to take over. He's taken over all the earth on all the land on earth, and now he's trying to take over the sea. And like all these, there's this like, like legion of sea animals that are trying to fight back. But they've each got these, um, uh, what stuck out was they've all got these amazing theme tunes. And there was this one who's like a Sherlock Holmes manatee. <laughs> and it was just this like jaunty tune that just said, it said manatee about a hundred times in a minute. And it was, it was it really good. It like really stuck in my head. I was just like, oh, this is great. It was really, really good fun. And um, every time I, you go past that stand and no one's on the demo, the developer just got his headphones on and he's just like jamming along. <laughs> <laughs> his own music, like he's so into the music he's made. Uh, she just released it as a CD, um, <laughs> but that that was that was quite cute. Um, I also played something quite weird called Mice on Venus, um, mm. which I went to because it reminded me of Biker Mice on Mars. Do <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Mm. As soon as you said that, I was like, he's going to say Biker, Biker Mice on Mars. Right, yeah. <laughs> it's nothing to do with Biker Mice on Mars. What uh, is Baker Mice on Mars? <gasps> I'm not, I don't know. It's a cartoon oh. from the mid-90s <laughs> about some biker mice. Oh, no, biker three. mice from Mars. Yeah. But they're, they're not on they're Mars. They're three, yeah, they, they, they've come to us. They're three mutant mice, but kind of human size. So they're big kind of goofy <laughs> mice men that ride really kind of big motorcycles. I think it was like Harley Davidson yeah. sponsored. What, yeah. what, do they, what do they do? They, they fought <laughs> they, crime. They fought this like evil corporation. So it does what it says on the tin, if I'm honest. <laughs> yeah. <mate. laughs> 
<laughs> well, well, I mean, like, Baker May's not from Mars. Doesn't describe <laughs> the activities they then get up to. They bike. Like <laughs> they bike, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Whatever, but what yeah. do bikers do? That. <laughs> fight companies. Yeah. It's like they fight, fight the man on bikes. It's yeah. like biking version of, of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, yeah, but like yeah. five years later. So like, yeah. like and it was on the Big Breakfast, I think. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And they're mi- so it's exactly like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, except later, and they're mice, and they're from us. <laughs> Fair enough. But, but <laughs> this game has nothing to do with that. Um, <laughs> this is this is um, an, another detective game where you're a private investigator on Venus. It's mm. called Mice on Venus because apparently all the characters, you're quite, you know, you're struggling to survive. You're, he said, like, you're like little mice on Venus. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it made sense at the time. Um, <laughs> but, the, you know, as in, like, you're trying to get the scale of loot of you that you're this, like, nothing thing oh, right, on okay, this yeah, inhospitable yeah. planet. Uh, it looks a bit Blade Runnery. Um, and it's an investigation game, very quite impressive, like 3D world that you're walking around. Um, but it's kind of got that hitman clockwork logic in that everyone kind of is in a routine and ha- a bit, uh, actually probably a bit Shenmue esque in terms of people are going to places. And you have to kind of use that knowledge to. There's a lot of practical investigation work, so it'll say like this person tends to go to this place at nine, and then you can go to that place at nine and oh. scout it out. Um, I didn't get far enough in the demo to see how the actual like. You know the accusation or the putting together of evidence. Like it seemed a very practical kind of more of a three, uh, just a story-driven experience than mm. necessarily a, a, a too deeper a crime puzzler. But that looked quite cool. Big, really impressive. Like one-man project. Um, he's actually a designer on Star Citizen. Um, oh. He's doing this in his own time. And um, yeah, there's quite a lot of that this year. Mm, Lots of people yeah. I've talked to are like, oh, yeah, we're X in the day and this at night, where <laughs> it used to be we were X in the day and then we got bored of that and we left and became a studio. Yeah. Mm. But now, like, they're all doing... No one wants to leave, mm. I guess, and they're <laughs> yeah. all doing those jobs first. Now we can't make a living from what we really care about. Yeah. We just <laughs> yeah. do it in our spare time. Yeah. Well, it's like that we got an email a few months ago from a group of um, uh, sort of anonymous um, Polish game devs who all worked for, like... An unnamed but presumably cyberpunky triple <laughs> A studio uh, during the day, and then like uh, at night made their own like little indie soft uh, like arty Ooh. like emotional game about a tree and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> and they'd send it to us. It's free on Steam. It's called just Tree, I think, in caps. Oh, <laughs> and they send it to us. I just like they do. You know, like how monks would like Ill- elicit the illegally copper yeah, yeah. stuff they weren't supposed to. <laughs> yeah, like that yeah. for video games. Uh, speaking of detective thing, I played Disco Elysium finally. Yesterday, which I you I know you have played, haven't you, Matthew? Yeah, I played at Res. Yeah, we yeah. played it at Res. I think yeah. we played it at Res, didn't we? I didn't actually. No. I don't play things at events <laughs> anymore. <laughs> it's just useless. <laughs> I really am. It's true. Um, which I really really liked. I'm just going to reiterate what everyone else has said about Disco Elysium, which is that it's really good. Yeah. <laughs> I played as uh, the sensitive type of detective, okay. and the the lead. Um, the Should we? provide more information about what it is. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Disco Elysium is a detective RPG where you can sort of choose... Your d- you don't get to, like, um, like do a character creator and, like, choose your hair or whatever, but you kind of choose what sort of detective you are. Um, so and you like can... Personality type, isn't it? Yeah. Think, roughly. Uh, and... You could, it's sort of like there are three main trees of, uh, of personality traits. There's, like... Uh, sort of sensitive, imaginative, there's like intelligence and then there's like um, physical. 
Uh, but they're all sort of personified uh, in your thoughts. And you, so the, the higher you level up one of these traits, the more likely it is that it will come to bear in a sort of conversation with yourself in a situation mm. that, that would trigger that. Um, so there's one that's... Um, the, there's one that's to do with like like alcohol and drugs and stuff. I can't remember. It's like phys physical. <laughs> <laughs> like, either. But, uh, and it, electrochemistry. Electrochemistry. Yeah. yeah. Mm. And the higher your trait is in that, the more likely you are to to need to drink. And and mm. it can also like if for example, like if if you're particularly high in a trait um, and you ignore it when it sort of starts to talk to you, it can sort of force you to do it anyway because <laughs> yeah. that's who you are as a person. Um, and I watched the developer session that you introed, Matthew. And oh, they, yeah, yeah. Uh, they kind of talked a bit about that because um, uh, the, the devs have kind of asked, is, is that kind of annoying for a player? And he just kind of went, is it annoying when you think? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's quite a good way mm. of answering that. I like that one of the writers on that panel, though, was like, he just basically strips it down. He just plays as a generic, yeah. boring detective so he can just like enjoy the world. So he's kind of stripped all the mad stuff back so he just behaves mm. normally, you know, mm. as a normal... You know, yeah. a normal game character would, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Whereas my g I chose the one that was very, like, sort of sensitive and imaginative and em empathetic and stuff. <laughs> and and the guy came up and was like, oh, yeah, that, he's terrible at being a detective. <laughs> She's so stressed. <laughs> She's really bad. And he, because he can't logically think anything through. So, like, there's a dead, the demo is, like, there's a dead body and you have to kind of get it out of a tree and all this kind of stuff. And I couldn't do anything. I just imagined <laughs> having a conversation with the dead guy. <laughs> Like <laughs> I, 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 when, I, when I played it, I got a um, one of the traits that unlocked for me was delusional. Ooh. So um, <clears throat> that basically was I kind of convinced myself that I was this kind of superstar mm. um, and was like that gave me loads of confidence. Oh. It's like, who do you know, who do you don't, don't you know who I am kind of thing. And the barman was just like, nah, mate, like <laughs> <laughs> you just woke up. You, you know, you, you, you wrecked my hotel room. You owe me loads of money. Pay up. And then I tried to run away, and I think I fell over. Um, nice. Because because you're still drunk. I think when you woke when yeah, you, when, when you yeah. wake up, so your your coordination's not very good. Mm. So that was a very very kind of lame exit for me. Yeah. Um, but the the um, when I got round to looking at the dead body, there's this, there's these horrible children. Oh God, yeah, that, Cujo. That, that come and like heckle you. Yeah. Oh, they were horrible. Yeah. How did you deal with them? I didn't. I, <laughs> I couldn't. You had I didn't have any conversations with them. So, like, he, they started accusing me of being a paedophile, which was horrible. <laughs> and then, and then, like, my character kind of wanted to hit the small child who was being horrible because he was yelling and stuff. And then I was like, "No, let's be rational, and not hit him." And then he just had no respect for me and started calling me like his his. I'm, I'm not going to swear on the podcast because Brandy will have to bleep it out then. His female dog. Because <laughs> I, hadn't, I hadn't stood up to him, so he had no respect for me. Oh. I know, it was terrible. So he was just there and kept throwing stones at the corpse. I was like, you're ruining my crime scene, mate. What's going on? I think I, I tried to shoot the child because I, I find I found it really irritating. Um, he was sort of taunting he ta taunts you, and I wasn't having an imagined conversation with him. I was having a proper, proper yeah. kind of like shouting match with him. And I sort of thought there, there was a moment when I thought, shall I, shall I, shall I go for the option of shooting the child? Because um, he's really annoying. <laughs> he's dreadful. Um, he really, is. you know, calling you names and you know saying you're not doing a very good job. It's like, mate, I've just, I've woken up. I've been playing this demo for like 20 minutes. I don't know what I'm doing. I'm, I'm doing the best I can. Mm. And 
what's, what's the deal? Um, but I think because the part of the, as well as your traits talking to you, they're sort of like, almost like, not quite dice rolls happening in the background, but mm. you can make decisions and there is a, like an outcome. Yeah. About kind of, so I th kind of, I think that the, I can't remember whether, whether it kind of told me what the rough outcome of trying to shoot the child would be. <coughs> But I think it was quite low of me actually hitting him. So I thought, I'll just, you know, just do it. Just, just, to, just to see what happens. Yeah, just a kind of warning shot. But I also wanted to see what happened if I did try and shoot the child. Um, I, I, of course, missed because yeah. I, was, I was massively drunk. Yeah. Um, but then I think, he, I think he just sort of did have a, a, a level of respect for me afterwards. Mm. So I thought, like, this, is, this, this was worth it. Mm. Trying to... I, kill small children. I found <laughs> it like I, I, I really liked what I played at Res but I also I found it like a very stressful game to play. Like <laughs> I don't know if it's just the environment like it's yeah. so dense mm. the writing's dense mm. yeah. and it's so packed with ideas. I mean I think that the reason it's had such a big impact on at least sort of a lot of the other sort of journalists I know who mm. played it is because it's this really wordy, thinky clever, clever mm. kind of game but I, I do like a lot of it threw me and went over my head. Like there were, there was a lot of character traits. Like I didn't even know what the the joke was because it, it was so kind of, it's so full mm. on. Like mm. and the, if you saw the talk yesterday, and I think it will be going up on on you know it'll be archived on Twitch mm. or YouTube or something. Um, the, the the like the guy who's sort of the creator of it all. Like he's this and he's clearly a genius. Like in terms, he's so mm. smart and erudite and interesting and. You know, he was this sort of novel. He wanted to be a novelist, and then it kind of grew. You know, he, he sort of grew out of an idea that he didn't think could live in a novel. And yeah. But it's so full on. I have no idea, like, <laughs> you know, what most people are going to make of it because <laughs> it ba it's ba like a lot of it baff baffled me. But uh, in a kind of good way. I, I, I don't know. Because we're so rare to games feeding yeah. us yeah. like intellectual gruel. You know, <laughs> to actually have something that goes. Oh, big Here's ideas and like I'm uncompromising and an intellectual steak. Yeah, <laughs> but a big old yeah. It's, but yeah, I, 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 I don't know. I just I, I worry I'm too stupid to play it and enjoy it. <laughs> I think it will have. I think it will have. It's not going to have like ma necessarily mass appeal, appeal but I yeah. think it has an identifiable mm. appeal. So you can say to someone if you liked, yeah, because it's like the isometric kind of. If you liked, you know, Planescape. Or Tides of Numenera, yeah. or if you you know the kind of old school Fallout's even maybe, or um, uh, Arcanum stuff like that. Mm. Arcanum, you reaching for Arcanum? You love I Arcanum. I love Arcanum. <laughs> 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 I'm really cross because it's already been done. But have you played? <laughs> oh, <all> right. <laughs> um, then you will probably like this. But mm. I did. I did like. I I really liked playing it, and I liked talking because I chatted to him afterwards as well. And he, you know, like you said, he's. Um, a, a writer really and the art director is like an oil painter and stuff and <laughs> I love when people bring like it, like bring stuff to games that mm. uh, without the preconception of this is how you make games and yeah. so they're just so it's, I'm an oil painter this is how I do art mm. not mm. I'm making a video game this is how I do art for a video game yeah. if that makes sense yeah it does uh, but I have mostly been hanging around the left field collection because mm. that's the sort of insufferable person <laughs> I am um, um have you had a chance to play Hypnospace Outlaw? No. Oh, you should play this. Well, that's the one you told me it's about. Yeah. Absolutely <laughs> brilliant. Um, it's we, like... I just want to um, interject and say, 
we all went out and went to TGI Fridays last <laughs> night, and we all got the Mario fries because <laughs> I was. I we could not it. I was get like, the Mario fries. Really, I was like, could I please make those the loaded Mario fries? Because <laughs> I like video games, and she and the, the, wait, the, waitress, the waitress just kind of looks slightly like, amused. Yeah, didn't she? <laughs> and then she was, and then she was like, "Is there something happening?" This way? And we had yeah. to explain what was going on, why there were so many nerds crowding TJ Fridays, yeah, and why she had to work until like eleven thirty or something. Also, a Kylie Minogue concert happening yeah. across the road. So <laughs> that the whole demographic of this of this big yeah. food resort was like half EGX, half Kylie Minogue. Yeah. And you were looking around, and like there were like some mums with glitter on their yeah. face, yeah. and then there was like you know a guy. Dressed as you know, someone from Yakuza, yeah. <laughs> and it'd be sort of both hanging out in the same queue. And yeah, but it was sort of like nice the, um, the the Kylie Minogue fans are kind of crowded all the restaurants really early, and so the, the our waitress was kind of like, oh, I thought I thought it'd be all no, there wouldn't be anyone after all the Kylie Minogue fans. Yeah. It's like there must be something else on. So this is, this is when all the all the games people yeah. went to go and have dinner like really late, and it's like, oh, you're making me stay really late. It's like, she, oh, she no. was a really grumpy waitress. Yeah. She, went, no, to be <laughs> she was nice, but she was very like frank about. <laughs> Why are we talking so much about <laughs> this waitress? <laughs> what, what, what are the Mario fries? What, what, what makes oh, them Mario? Like they had regular fries marinara with marinara sauce. sauce. And bacon uh, bits. Okay. And bacon bits. I don't think it relates it's to... It's kind of like a mini does, pizza does it, in It doesn't relate to Super Mario. No, not no. at all. And not then really. we were like, what would Luigi fries be? You know, with pesto. Let's not <laughs> stop talking about dinner. <laughs> Why did we go on this tangent? We were talking about what how was Hypno the video? Space yeah, Outlaw. Hypno Space Outlaw. Hypno Space Outlaw, yes. Which is like... Papers, a bit like Papers, Please, mm. like about 20% games here are now, it seems. <laughs> yeah. But that's very, there's a lot of censorship games. Yeah. But you're basically... Also a bit Her Story. You're, yes, and a bit like Her Story, but you're, you're censoring the internet, a uh, fictional internet in 1999, mm. but basically where every web page just looks like one of those terrible old GeoCities. <laughs> so with like horrible flashing fonts, and yeah. it's all kind of like... John's like John's crazy ninja page. And it's a picture of John <laughs> flashing yeah. in the corner, and there's like ten words on every page. It's yeah. just a horrible, like a jaunty real midi, jaunty midi tracks playing around yeah, in the background. Like, yeah, like brilliantly <laughs> observed, like so, yeah. but like absolutely captures the spirit of the time. But you're hired by basically the, the company that runs the the OS runs GeoCities of of, of this Hi thing, Hi which is Hi called HypnoS. HypnoS. And they're getting you to censor, you know, in the demo, you have to find, like, use of this cartoon character who's out, of, who's still in copyright. Yeah. You have to go, and anyone who's used, like, a JPEG of that, you have to stamp it out of the yeah. site <laughs> and, like, send it off, and you get paid. But then as it goes on, like, there's this weird sort of, uh, like uh, you just sort of discover a kind of conspiracy like Ooh. within pages and like yeah. someone's leaving secret messages for you but mm. the actual job of hunting down like illegal pages is quite like her story in that you yeah. have to search for keywords to bring up those sites and it's, it's very it's very cleverly done and you can't really mm. give any examples without just spoiling the game because it's yeah. one of those things but like you go onto one page where they're like, we think this guy's got, um, he's been harassing someone, so we have to find the harassment. But you go on, it's all quite charming, but there's like hints of, you know, I've got my secret page that I'm not linking to, but yeah, you, know, like, you might unlisted. be able to find it. And then you have to think of yeah. like, well, based on what his interests mm. are, 
can I maybe find what that page would be through the yeah. search thing and then you okay. step out. But it's just, it's so good. I downloaded like this animated helper character, oh, yeah. called <laughs> Professor Helper. And then I found all these sites where they're like, whatever you do, don't download Professor Helper. Yeah. Like, he's this horrible <laughs> malware. And, like, yeah. you're gonna, and then all the interface goes screwy. It's and basically. You have to pay money, your yeah. own money, to like get the antivirus. It's a complete yeah. con. And it's basically kind of like the, the games version of like Clippy. From oh like yeah, Microsoft yeah. Word, he sort of comes up and like he, uh, every, every like ten seconds or so, saying, "Professor spam. Helper here, <laughs> can I? You know, can I, I see you're trying to use the internet or something? You know, it's like yes and no, and then it's like this great big advert pops up, <laughs> um, and yeah, you have to kind of like pay to t pay to take it off. But that's sort of like in the later part of the demo. Yeah, the the, the, the all the adverts that he kind of spawns. They're all using this kind of illegal pay system, so you've got to like find you've got to find evidence of this Kappa Cash mm. um, pay system that's extraneous to the official Hypno Coin something or other pay yeah. system. So you you have to download it in order to stamp out oh these all these adverts and or this this you know this Professor Helper character user is you know spamming everyone. So you do have to download it as part of the game, which is quite fun. And I I I, I, I also downloaded a virtual hamster. To live on my desktop um, with wings, so that was fun. That's right. Did and you, you had to name the hamster. No, it was already named. Oh. But isn't that isn't that what were those things that like pets with a Z? Was it pets that yeah, lived on your desktop? Yeah, there was dogs with yeah. a Z, and there was cats. Dogs with and cats. And they I played a lot of those games. Yeah. <laughs> it's very like that. Yeah, it's very like much a, it's so. like an ode to that era. Mm. Yeah, and it, it was hilarious actually. The on the first day, the developer of the game. Um, was trying to dress up like a, he, he was trying to dress up as like a late 90s web developer. <laughs> so he had this like shirt and a badge and like pens yeah. and, and a clipboard. But he said like, everyone just thought he was like a weirdo. <laughs> 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 like yesterday he was just wearing like jeans and a yeah. t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> so oh, was, that was endearing. Yeah. Um, it was a good day. One of the ones in the, the Leftfield collection was Kind. Oh yeah. Play, which I know you I've played also, well, Yeah, just, just also played today. Yeah. That's really cool. Yeah. It's like a, kind of musical themed mm. platformer type puzzle game puzzle. yes yeah. um and it's a solo dev project by uh i want to say meg Frey. she did a res from talk um gwen Frey. gwen Frey. yeah yes um from uh she's one of the uh, co-founders of uh, the molasses flood yes. who did the flame in the flood which is a game i really liked um and kine is uh it's about um, sort of little machines that sort of look a bit like instruments, yeah. um, and they want to be musicians. They want to learn to be musicians, and you have to sort of move them. It's sort of platforming, but it's not kind of like a box, kind of box puzzles. But then, yeah. as they transform into the instruments, they can transform their shape, and they yeah. like there's a trombone, for instance, where you can slide the box p part of the character. Yeah, kind of. Up and down up and the down trombone, the which <laughs> then by extending the yeah the yeah by extending the trombone, which then changes where he can land yeah um and obviously you can't you know there's it's quite tightly controlled yeah the the, the the kind of path that you can go on, so that's quite neat. It's just kind of very good spatial puzzles. Yeah, really really good. And I I just really really enjoyed it. And it's you sort of are navigating around this cityscape that sort of looks like it's made of cardboard boxes. Yeah, and you sort of you get further up it and then. In some of the levels, the, the different instruments sort of have to work together and mm, um, sort of switch between them. Switch between them and uh, one of them's an accordion, so it, you can um, push out the sort of um, 
concertine a bit of the accordion, which will push other the other little machines to where they need to go or push the accordion itself away from a wall and, and yeah. stuff like that. And I just I really, really liked it because it was really simple. But yeah. And the music builds. Yeah. As, as, I was going to say, is there like a yeah. rhythm aspect to it? Yeah, so like it starts off with like a bass line, which um, yeah, the musician said was um, the, the chap he's, she's hired to do the music. Mm. So it was really hard because it could layer literally everything up on top of that one mm. bass line that's sort of there from the start. Um, so yeah, as, as you kind of progress, you unlock new instruments mm. who are all kind of getting toward this kind of stage area yeah. at the back of the main kind of map. And you can kind of zoom in and out as at will to change two different instruments mm. at the same t at different times. So they're all kind of working towards it. And as you unlock more instruments, yeah, the kind of the soundtrack behind it all kind of grows with those instruments. Mm. It's kind of like a jazzy, a jazzy type soundtrack, which is really neat. Mm. I really like that. So yeah. Are you trying to move them into like a specific position on the 3D grid in order to get them to start playing their tune on a loop sort of thing? Mm, they're sort of like little mini levels where you've yeah. got to kind of get to like a kind of music stand. Um, so you just kind of like, there may be like a minute each or something. I don't yeah, know. They're not they're very not long. Massive, but they can, they can stump you. Yeah. So, and then you might have to restart because you'll, you'll just get your instrument into a position where they can't you can't solve okay, the puzzle. Yeah. Yeah. But, you, but you start on one bit and you have to get to the, you have to get the main body of your little machine onto the music stands yeah. to then unlock the next level. Okay. Um, yeah. And sometimes there are like big gaps and you have to work out if I move if I move it up the the drum kit symbol bit, it will then fall onto it. So it the mechanics of it were really simple, but they layered up to be like just really good. I just really enjoyed yeah. it. <laughs> Very satisfying, yeah. just kind of you know working out how they all fit together and mm. their their movements and stuff. It sounds like English country tune, but with musical instruments instead of a sausage. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't played this game. What's this one? <laughs> <laughs> I've not played this one. Uh, English country tune was uh, Stephen Lavelle's game where mm -hmm. you have like a pair of tongs and you're moving a sausage around a grid. Was that uh, sausage roll? Yes, there was. Oh, English, sorry, Engl sorry, I'm wrong. <laughs> uh, English Country Tune was his game before that that he made, uh, where it was right. like grids in 3D space. Gotcha. But it was a similar idea of you, you know you're rolling yeah. this cube that can move in certain ways. Yeah, a little bit, I guess. Yeah, but, yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, I really like that. Yeah, and then I did good. the book one that I've told <laughs> <laughs> you guys about. <laughs> yeah. The the book ritual. I don't know if you saw that one. I haven't, you know, I haven't seen, seen it, anything. but you, you described it to me, so um, I can pretend like I saw it. So the, the Berg <laughs> ritual is, if you walk down the left field collection, you'll come across a huge pile of shredded book on the floor, <laughs> and then a shredder, and then a pile of books. Um, uh, and uh, the Berg ritual is, uh, basically, you tell the game, I'm, I'm using this book for this run-through, and you can tell it any book. When I played it, it was set up for um, Katie Price's Make My Wish Come True, I think it's called. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, and then this, the story of the game is that the book you're playing with thinks it used to be a person, and mm. it, it wants you to help it remember what it was like to be a human. Um, and so it will ask you to do increasingly kind of physically creative things with the book. So... Um, uh, ask you to describe a time that you lost something and what it was that you lost and then to draw a picture of what it was that you lost and where you think it might be now and then to um, take a page and then I can, uh, choose a page and then censor all the words on it apart from the ones that are sort of speaking to you at that moment which was great fun because I was censoring it but also it meant I got to read a page of Kay Price's name <laughs> I wish I'm through, which was really funny Was it a good um, page? 
Uh, it was some. They were at a party, and it was an A-list celebrity party. But it was all like, every, oh, everyone's doing cocaine. Oh, she's got massive tits. <laughs> um, uh, and so, and so <laughs> just like blacking out that page. It's great. Um, uh, or uh, I watched the guy after me play it, and he had to like cut out a paragraph from a page, and then cut all the words up so they're each on a little different, and then sellotape them back in a different order and stuff. Uh, and in between doing that, it will keep asking you to shred pages. So you have to like tear a page out, feed it in the shredder, and then it'll be like, brilliant, do it again. You have to keep tearing pages out and shredding <laughs> them. Um, and it was just re there's something really nice about doing physically doing something. And also, um, it, it, there's even even though it was a Katie Bryce novel, there was something <laughs> still kind of transgressive. And I was going to say, like, did you still have that, even though it was a yeah, Katie Bryce novel? Yeah, because it just <laughs> felt like you know, like the idea of destroying a book just mm. feels like just you shouldn't do it somehow. <laughs> <laughs> even a book by Katie Bryce, um, but at the same time, you're also building something. And I was talking mm. to the dev afterwards, and he was saying like, well, he does a lot of stuff with like. Um, because you can download it for free on itch. Um, you just have to like tweet the controls bit because you may not want to plug a shredder into <laughs> your computer. <laughs> um, and uh, he was saying how like he was thinking about um, what's the difference between like games and other things, and the, the thing that phys like physical things all have in common is that you can destroy them. So that's why he wanted to do something with his physical thing. But also, he sort of hopes that. Um, because uh, he said like people will choose like quite meaningful books to them <laughs> that like mean quite a lot, uh, and so he's, he says like he the hope is that like at the end they all have made a thing that also has meaning to them because it's full of all these different like mm. things they've written down and things that they've made and done with the book as well. Um, and then the weird thing was that I was like oh cool thank you and I uh, and like the whole time I've been like this guy looks very familiar. Um, and he gave me his card. His name's Alistair Aitchison. And I was like, oh, I went to school with you. It's <laughs> like, so great. What? And like, we all called him Ali A because there was another Alistair at the time. So I was just like, what? What have you been doing the last 10 years? And he's like, making games? Pretty cool. Oh. <laughs> I think you're going to say, we went to school with him where we infamously threw books at his yeah. head. <laughs> and, and now we understand. Yeah. It comes full it comes circle. Full circle. Yeah, it was all my fault. Yeah. Oh. So that was really weird. And it was even weirder because literally this is like I was back home the other day and um, like like was with a group of like sort of like people that I had like adults that had mm. known me as a child, which is always awkward because they're just like, oh, you've grown. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, yep. That's what I've been working on yeah. these last <laughs> few years. Just, yeah. just uh, growing. That's what happens. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, and one of the one of the guys I was talking to, who's like a parish councillor or something, was like, uh, "Oh, one of the what do you do now?" And I said, "You know, go games, EGX, whatever." And he's like, "Oh, one of the uh, one of the Aitchison boys does uh, just games, I think." And I was Aitchison like, "Oh, boys. yeah." Because <laughs> <laughs> Alistair's got a brother. I'm pretty sure I killed them in Red Dead Redemption. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like a kind of thing. And I was like, "Oh, really? I didn't know that. I'll have to look him up." And, and I did accidentally, <laughs> barely a day later. <laughs> but book ritual. Very good. Go check it out if you have the time. Uh, or download it on itch, I guess. Yeah. Um, cool. Is there anything that you want to see that is at the show that you haven't yet that you're going to try and get to tomorrow? I want to try and play Untitled Goose Game because oh. I really like the idea of being an angry goose and causing chaos and stealing keys off a gardener. Mm. That's, yeah. I, I really want to play that. That's, that's my number. The, the thing is, there's, been, there's only one... I think it's in the Nintendo Switch area. Yeah. There's only one... 
demo pod. Fools. And there's there's a, there's a, like every time I say I've, I say every time I've been past that stand twice mm. uh, over the course of the weekend. There's always a queue. Mm. It's, it's like just a queue of people, and I feel like even though technically we could kind of say, "Hey, I'm staff," like let me cut to the front Everyone of the queue. Everyone would boo you. Everyone would boo me, and I th- yeah, that 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 would be a bad move. Yeah, I can't feel like I, I can cut the line for mm. a I get <laughs> very a single demo stand. I get very stressed when people are waiting for a yeah. demo that yeah. I'm bad at. I, <laughs> years ago at E3, I was playing Luigi's Mansion on the 3DS, and um, uh, Yuji Naka, a.k.a. the creator of Sonic the Hedgehog, <laughs> was in the queue behind me. I could hear him tutting. Because every time we messed up, he was obviously getting... He could see it, and he, I could hear him going like... It's <laughs> 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 like, Jesus, man. I mean, uh, Maybe you it know. wasn't you who was Backseat judging him, though. Maybe he was just judging Luigi, because he's a Sonic mm. guy. Yeah. Yeah, maybe he just likes everyone to go super yeah. fast at like everything <laughs> they do. Just lives at a different speed, and yeah. I was very chill. Luigi's out. just like, oh no! I'm turn him off. It's like when you've made a good game in the last 15 years, then you can get on me about this. That was a really good Luigi. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I do many Nintendo impressions. Okay, oh, I'm not going to do any more now. But as a point, can we write about Untitled Goose Game if we play it on the Switch? Is that allowed? Yeah, that's not allowed. Because it's coming to PC, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. as long as it's coming to PC, it's fine. (laughs) Good, good. Dems the rules. I'm glad that we had this rules clarification on the podcast for those that were worried. That's what everyone's here for. (laughs) These hundreds and hundreds of people. More more people came in during the podcast. There's barely any room. It's so hot in here as well. You can barely move. Thank you for all crap. I'm sorry. Are you sitting at the back on the floor there? Oh. So one of the people the producing the stream like popped their head over the top just to say like, <laughs> how much are they lying right now? Oh uh, uh, no no, oh uh, no, there is hundreds of people in here. It's, it's okay, it's, it's okay, right. it's fine. It's They're telling the, the truth. truth. Yeah. That's just, uh, we don't have to censor this on YouTube. Yeah. There'll be yeah. complaints. I'm, yeah. I'm really impressed with how the crowd dampening devices <laughs> is holding up. Yeah. Well, you've really got a patent now. It's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, we should probably wrap up, though, because we're... I feel like I'm the only person that said what I want to play, though. Quickly. Well, yeah, but what I was going to say... I want to play, Me- I wanna play well. Metro Exodus. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. But there's so many people queuing. The end. <laughs> that I can't... Your I game. can't bring myself I to do it. I want to do Untitled Goose Game as well. Yeah, so. that's okay. <laughs> yeah. We both goose it up. Yeah. yeah. We'll, d- we'll do an RPSO chat together, about, yeah. about gooses. <laughs> about geese. <laughs> gooses is more gooses. Are you going to be able to play anything, Graham? Uh, probably not. I'd like to play <laughs> Murder Mystery Machine because people keep coming up to me and saying, you know, there's another procedural detective <laughs> game here. Do, it's do like, oh, really, <laughs> is there? Thanks. Did you hate that when people do that? <laughs> Sorry? Do you hate it when people say that? I do now. I didn't know I hated that before today. Do you want me to go over there and say, did you know that there is yes, another... Yes, I would love that. There is another crime I do detective. particularly like that you highlighted three or four other detective games yeah. that were at the show during this as well. Oh, I did, I curse did. them all. It's the year of detectives. Yeah. There's yeah. a load of detective games. Yeah. I did go and play M- Murder Mystery Machine, yeah, and I too. broke it three times. Oh. So, And I didn't break your game once. So Sweet. My yeah. game breaks itself. Because <laughs> I was going to say, I think we all independently have told you. That yeah. <laughs> each one of us. Mm. I text you immediately on like, my first day. <laughs> it's like when your ex gets together with someone new and all your friends. <laughs> so the first thing yeah. they want to tell you is, <laughs> don't go to the left field collection. <laughs> <laughs> just, just don't. I'm not going to tell you why. <laughs> it's uh, fine. <laughs> okay. 
Who else is fine? Um, <laughs> well, uh, yeah, full day to go still, yes. but this is the end of day three. Um, so thank you for listening to this live edition mm. of the Rock Paper Shotgun podcast, the only podcast you need. Uh, and we, for some reason, call it the Electronic Wireless Show, which mm. doesn't have the name Rock Paper Shotgun anywhere in the title. Or, or PC games, <laughs> or, or PC, PC gaming, games, or anything or like that's that. That's how we like to do That's the most RPS SEO. thing, really. Yeah. yeah, really bad SEO. Man. <laughs> um, so, yeah, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, thank you for being here at EGX. Thank yeah. you for watching and listening at home as well. Uh, I'm Alice Bell. I'm not on Twitter. Uh, you, are you? You're on Twitter? I'm Grand on Twitter, Twitter, but I don't use it. At Gonis, G O N N A S. Okay. Castles, are you on Twitter? I'm on Twitter. Doesn't make any sense because I've since changed my surname, but oh I'm yeah. Berninator. B Y R N E Inator. Nice. Because that was my previous surname. Yeah. It made sense once. Your previous surname was Inator? No. <laughs> That's crazy. The first bit. All oh, right. Um, and I am Mr. Basil underscore pesto. I've always meant to ask you about that. Do you just really like pesto? Uh, no, I don't. No, no. I, it's, I couldn't possibly explain it here. Okay, don't that worry. was Matthew's old last name before he yeah. got married. Yeah. Oh, they, they chose Castle okay. together. Yeah. 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 Okay, that's nice. uh, Rock Paper Shotgun is obviously at Rock Paper Shot. Uh, also on YouTube, we are, aren't we? Why are you saying? Why are you laughing at that? <laughs> you say, obviously, obviously, we're not actually the name of the website because <laughs> it turned out to be too long for any social media. Uh, the Eurogamer crew asked us last night, like, "What are you guys doing? Are you going to the party?" And we were like, "No, we're going out for dinner by ourselves." <laughs> and they went, "That's the most RPS thing ever." Uh, we are also on YouTube. Uh, which we is are, yeah, youtube.com forward slash rock paper shot. There you go. Uh, <laughs> and of course, uh, for your PC gaming needs, you should just head to www.rockpapershotgun.com. Uh, in the meantime, everyone have a lovely show. Uh, we love you and goodbye. Thanks. Bye. Thank you. Bye.